No, I don't need help. W what's going on? Hello world, it's Siraj, and one of the most popular services for cloud computing is Microsoft's Azure. It's got everything a business needs to run all parts of its computing operations virtually, meaning servers, storage, analytics, APIs, all that stuff. I'll use it to predict the price of a car using its drag and drop interface. And if you're new here, hit the subscribe button to keep up with my AI content. In this age of cloud computing, it's crazy to think that just over a decade ago, if we wanted to serve a website to people on the web, we had to build and manage the physical hardware needed for computing, like servers, Red Bull, and Ethernet switches. Now, it's all about renting the hardware resources as we need it. This pay-as-you-go model has been wildly successful with most major cloud providers now offering it. If we look at the marketplace for cloud computing, it's clear that Azure is only surpassed by AWS in quarterly revenue. Another incredible statistic is that 85% of Fortune 500 companies from Toyota to NBC Universal use Azure. Clearly, Microsoft dominates in the enterprise market. Most of their servers are running Windows anyway, and Azure makes that integration very simple. Azure has its own version of all the standard cloud services available under the categories of compute, storage, databases, networking, APIs, each with a unique name. Even blockchain, what? I've attached a sheet that maps out every service name to its competitors to help familiarize yourself with what each tool does. It'll be in the video description. But what makes Azure unique? It's blue. Well, for starters, its dedication to the hybrid cloud is definitely worth noting. A private cloud is a set of computing services that are offered either over the internet or a private internal network and only to select users instead of the general public. This can also be called an internal or corporate cloud. This gives businesses the benefits of a public cloud like elasticity and self-service with the additional customization and control available from a dedicated computing infrastructure hosted on-premises. And don't forget the leveled up security that a company can implement through both company firewalls and internal hosting to ensure that sensitive data is not accessible to third-party providers. The con here is that private clouds require the same staffing, management, and maintenance expenses as traditional data center ownership. A hybrid cloud allows a business to take advantage of cloud bursting to free up more space and scale computing services to the public cloud when computing demands increase. Hybrid clouds are easier with Azure because Microsoft foresaw the need for hybrid clouds early on. We can use on-site servers to run our applications on the Azure stack and set our computing resources to tap into cloud-based resources when necessary. Several Azure offerings like the Hybrid SQL Server and Azure Store Simple help with this. Microsoft's long history of working on enterprise IT gives them this edge. But let's talk about its machine learning offerings since that's what we care about the most. Azure's machine learning offering has 
five components, a workbench, an experimentation service, a model management service, a set of libraries, and Visual Studio tools for AI. Together, a developer can use these tools to train and deploy machine learning models in the cloud, on-premise, or at the edge. It fully supports open-source Python libraries, so we can use TensorFlow, Scikit-Learn, PyTorch, and others to build our models. And experiments can be executed in a managed environment, like a Docker container or a Spark cluster with plenty of GPUs to help accelerate execution. Its custom MML Spark framework provides integration with Apache Spark and their cognitive toolkit, as well as OpenCV. This lets developers quickly create scalable predictive models for large images and text datasets. They've got some extensive documentation about this in their GitHub repository, which is pretty lit. Spark, by the way, is a unified analytics engine for machine learning developed at UC Berkeley a decade ago. Big companies have rapidly adopted and deployed Spark at massive scale, collectively processing petabytes of data on clusters over 8,000 nodes, and in the process helped make it one of the largest open source communities on the web. It's a framework for efficiently processing large amounts of data in parallel. Its built-in libraries for ML are well-made, and it turns out to be much easier to work with than traditional MapReduce. And with Project Brainwave, you can deploy your model to be trained on not just a CPU or GPU, but a field programmable gate array, or FPGA. This is a customized circuit that's highly efficient and flexible. A trained neural network can be run as quickly as possible on an FPGA and can even be parallelized across multiple ones to scale a service. It makes it possible to achieve low latency for real-time inferencing requests. Microsoft made the world's largest cloud investment into these FPGAs, and although right now it's limited to just TensorFlow deployment, you can try out image classification and recognition models with it immediately. The ML Workbench is a desktop application with command line tool support on Windows and Mac. The entire ML pipeline is supported, including data pre-processing, model development, and model deployment. Using the built-in Jupyter Notebook and native Git integration, it makes it easy to get started. When it comes to execution, the experimentation service supports the workbench by providing you with the ability to execute experiments across a range of compute environment options, local native, local Docker container, remote Docker container, a Spark cluster. This is where that focus on hybrid computing Microsoft has, I mentioned earlier, comes into play. But keep in mind that models need to be updated over time on new data. They need to be retrained. And sometimes different versions need to be served to different segments of an audience. The model management service allows us to use simple CLI commands to containerize our model and deploy it to all types of computing environments. And if you do use Visual Studio, the Tools for AI extension lets you see a history of past training runs, a gallery of projects, and an explorer view for selecting compute targets for your script to execute.
But the unique feature about Azure I find most interesting is the Machine Learning Studio. It's a browser-based visual drag-and-drop environment where code isn't even necessary. It takes you from idea to deployment in a few clicks. Let's try out a demo and try to predict the price of a car in the future using a dataset of car prices. Our first step will be to retrieve the relevant dataset. We can use one of the sample datasets included with the studio or import data from our local machine, drag and drop interface. Since our dataset is included in the workspace, we can create a new experiment, then name it something meaningful. On the left of the experiment canvas is a palette of datasets and modules. Once we type automobile in the search box, we'll see our dataset. We can drag it into the experiment canvas. Once there, we can visualize it by selecting the visualize button on the output port. Datasets and modules have input and output ports represented by small circles. Input at the top, output at the bottom. As we create a data flow, we'll connect an output port of one module to an input port of another. In our sample dataset, each sentence of an automobile appears as a row and the variables associated with each appear as columns. The price in the far right column, that's our target variable to predict given the rest. Let's close out of the visualization and prepare our data for machine learning. There are some missing values present in the columns of different rows, and the normalized losses column has a large proportion of missing values, so we'll exclude that column from the model as well. We'll find the select columns in dataset module, then drag it into the experiment canvas. Once we connect our ports, we can find the column in question and remove it swiftly. Now, we can drag the clean missing data module to the canvas, connect it to our select columns module. Using the remove entire row mode, we can automate removing rows that have any missing values. When that's done running, we can define what some good features from our dataset would be for machine learning. We can select features for prediction inside of the select columns in dataset module. Now we can set some custom rules, specifically the features we want to include that we think are relevant to the target price variable. When selecting features for machine learning, usually those that we personally would use to differentiate something are the ones that tend to be the best features. Once we've selected that, we can choose a machine learning algorithm to apply. Because we want to predict a price, which is a number, not a category, we can consider this a regression, not a classification problem. We can first split our data into training and testing datasets, then initialize a linear regression module, which we can find under the regression category. This will create the line of best fit across our dataset. Once we click train model, set our target variable and features, we can run the experiment. Once our model is trained, we can use it to predict new car prices. We can connect the score model module to both the train model and split data modules, run the experiment, and view the output from the score model module. It shows the predicted values for price and the known values from the test data. From there, we can iterate, try and improve the model using different ML algorithms and deploy it as a predictive web service. 
Overall, Azure is definitely a useful cloud solution for enterprises, and the ML Studio drag and drop interface is a unique offering that lets entry-level developers intuitively and easily build ML models. Welcome to the beginning, I mean the end. Hit subscribe and I'll love you forever. For now, I've gotta to try to interview Satya Nadella, so thanks for watching.